Petersfield's Shine Radio. Petersfield Shine Radio, Blake Swell with you here and I'm joined by Donovan Hall and Greg Hughes this morning. Donovan is a professional uh, golf coach here at Petersfield Golf Club and Greg Hughes is the head professional coach, as I said, here at Petersfield Golf Club. Hello to you both. Good morning. Good morning, Blake. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining me. It's very good to have you here. Um, And you shut the shop especially for me, which I'm very grateful for. And look at that. That's Shine Radio service that we get. Um, Should we start with you, Donovan? The Operation 36, obviously this has come over from America, the fourth club in the country, you were telling me just before we started this. Yeah. Why was it important to you to, to bring it here? Why did you want to start it in Petersfield? Well, when when Greg and the club employed me in 2019, part of my role was to um, get a lot of juniors interested in the game and to be exposed to the golf club and ultimately, hopefully, join the club. Um, so that was a big part of my remit. So I made it my priority to work out how best to make that happen. And uh, during COVID in the winter of 2019, I was looking online at... Um, junior golf provision and came across this program which has been running for more than five years in the states right and it ticked a lot of boxes and caught my imagination immediately and i could see that it could be a winner at petersfield yeah and has it been a success yeah it's going extremely well um it's not an easy task to to get kids into golf i mean it's a lot of them are attracted to the game but then they find it very difficult and they they often give up quite soon, um, quite early on. They, there's, there's what's known as a big black hole in golf where um, when you start, or the black hole between starters and established golfers is vast and most people fall into that hole because it's a difficult game to start. Um, it's, it's very technical and hitting the ball a certain distance is difficult and it takes a lot of patience to get through that early, um, those early stages and to, to become an established player. So Operation 36 uh, has the answers to that. How is it different to the you know, traditional golf teaching, learning golf well, for Operation 36? Yeah, so a lot, of us, a lot of us started golf by playing on a traditional course, didn't we, Greg? On a traditional course and also by by hitting balls on a practice ground or a driving range, which is yeah. a very different experience from actually playing. And I think the Op 36 works very well because the first thing it does, it gets people actually playing golf. Yeah. So this idea of starting close to the green and being able to hit a proper golf shot onto a green and, and, and finish a hole quickly and in a relatively low number is very encouraging rather than this great golfer right, learning to hit the ball on the practice range and you go on the course and it's different again and then you have this peril of... The black hole that Donovan described of it, oh, it's too difficult for me. And especially with youngsters, there's so much in the world now to compete with for any sport, yeah. Yeah. all the other sports, plus all the screen-based things, plus heaven only knows what else. And tell me about this yard system that you have. You sort of are suggesting it there that yeah. you know they're closer to the yard. They start you know, they're close. closer to the yeah. Green. They start close. Start at 25 yards, and the idea is they score 36 for nine holes from 25 yards away from the hole. So it's really very short, but there's a chance then for them to hit that shot, enjoy the success of that. And if they get their 36, they then graduate back another 25 yards, back to 50. And then from there, back to 100, 
and and so it goes on and and they get more skillful as they go and the course that Donovan asks them to play matches their ability so they feel they have a chance of success yeah and as you said it's been successful there have been some you know outstanding golfers new golfers uh, in particular a certain uh, lad called Jack uh, sorry Oliver who's been playing under three years and you're already really um, impressed yeah so Ollie yeah he's been playing less than three years and he has yeah he's achieved the most on that program in within one year he managed to get back to 200 yards wow. and then he he beat 36 from 200 yards so he's now playing from the tees so he's playing you know almost the full distance of the course so and he was really motivated by that number of 36 and I was very aware I mean he came to all the group classes each week but then in between he was um practicing and building towards the match day each time. I mean, the program involves a fortnightly nine-hole event and Ollie, his focus towards that event was very impressive um, for someone of his age. He's just turned 12, um, but he got to that level as an 11-year-old, you know, within his first three years of playing, uh, which which suggests that he, you know, has a bright future. Yeah. Uh, He's a talented sportsman but more than that he's shows a lot of dedication and what would you say is your favorite part of your role is it is it seeing young talent like this come through and being able to be a part of their yeah development it's it is nice to see some um some of the high level players um but more than that it's it's open to everyone and to see someone who's not normally known for their sporting ability come and have a go and um, I've shared that moment with them when they've beaten 36 for the first time and they are literally jumping for joy on the ninth green and their parents are there and other kids have seen them along their journey and they've struggled a few times and, and not quite hit the 36 and then eventually they do it and they are delighted um, and if we can help that person to stay in the game and become an established golfer then we <laughs> then we've done very well yeah. as i said we are in a in a real functioning shop so we are. this happens I, I sometimes i describe it to them as mission 36 okay like the soldiers are on a mission right we've got to get to the island and rescue so and so and to do that we need to develop certain skills might be parachuting landing in the sea uh, scuba diving to the edge climbing the rock face all those skills, just like golf, you need to learn your putting and your chipping and your driving and your bunker play. All those skills um, come together um, in your in your um, aiming for the certain mission. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to you two individually, Greg. Let's start with you. Um, mm-hmm. So how did you get into golf yourself, Greg? Um, I started, I was about 16, and we had, my dad had somebody come over and work in his factory. He was a Frenchman, got me into golf, which is quite unusual, certainly was then. Yeah. Um, but I'm the only person in my family that plays. Right. Um, but I hooked up with a guy, a friend of mine at school. I was a lo- locally educated at Church's College in Petersfield. And uh, we hooked up as a couple of golfers, and we eventually were permitted on a Wednesday afternoon in games to go and play golf rather than play rugby, hockey, or cricket. Yeah. So that's what we used to do: is nip off to what is now South Petersfield and okay. go and play down there. And so the link is completed, if you like. That we now use South Petersfield for 
the youngsters to go and play in their competitions in the Op 36. So yeah. it's all kept very local and really works quite well, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything that potentially new uh, listeners that maybe are new to golf or play golf, you know, why you'd encourage them to choose, you know, here at Petersville Golf Club or South Petersville Golf Course? Um, South Peat is ideal to start. It's yeah. it's um, twelve holes, so it's not a huge commitment. It's not very expensive to okay. play. You can get out there and give it a go. Um, the only thing I would say, if anybody is thinking of starting or has just started, please, please go and take some good lessons. Not hundreds, but just go and see somebody who knows what they're talking about, who can help you in the right way. Because if you get that little bit of grounding, even if you don't play seriously or play a lot that small investment will pay dividends in the end because you'll be able to pick the game up and put it down if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Or if you want to take it more seriously, you've got a really good grounding. You've been at the club 30 years now. The, yes, yeah. Nearly 30 years? Yeah. 30, yeah, coming up. What is it that you enjoy so much about the role that you do here? Uh, it's a little bit the same as Donovan, really. I like the, the coaching and the fitting because you yeah. directly deal with people. And it's always quite interesting when you do the when, when you talk about coaching people and that moment where you sort of get into somebody's head and they stop talking, go quiet and start taking in what you're saying to yeah. them. And you can demonstrate, I think, that the game is, is, is very learnable. I think people think golf or most sports, you've got to have this spectacular talent to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But because golf is safe, self-paced, so you, know, you set yourself up to the ball and you get ready to hit it, you yeah. go when you're ready to go. Right. So that element of control for the player, I think, is quite quite big. And when they realise they've got that control and you start getting them to do simple things and not worry about complicated things and see the success come from there, then you're off and running. And that's that's the joy of it. And I, I, like, I also like the clubs as well and yeah. making sure people have got the right kit because that's so important. People right. dive in and buy a load of stuff off the internet or the shop or wherever they go. Yeah. And it's not tailored to their ability right. then all of a sudden it gets difficult so from a coaching point of view and from a personalizing point of view for me it's about making the game easier for people right yeah. and that's that's and as you comes. said it you know the great thing about it is it is self-paced is that what you enjoy about golf so much um yeah i think you're in control of your own you hit it yeah. you hit it where you hit it if you hit it over there well you've got to go over there find it and hit it again it's you can't blame anybody else or Mm. Actually, that's not true because all golfers blame. <laughs> they blame everything but they themselves. But it's always somebody it. else's fault or the uproar of the butterflies in the adjoining meadow or whatever. Yeah. But no, it's down to you. And that's that's what I like about it. And yeah. you can either play on your own or you play with other people. It's social. Yeah. And it has a really strong, for me, the strongest element of it is that self-competition. Yeah. So you don't have to necessarily be better than everybody else but it's about being better than yourself last time and you right. can measure that progress yeah. you know as you go with the numbers as they come down op 36 really it's the same sort of thing mm. yeah absolutely yeah. and you know even though this club was shut during the first lockdown back in 2020 that didn't stop you from having your input uh to you know all the members here and you started YouTube, yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I did. I tinkered about a bit with YouTube. It's gone. It's, I, I don't do it now. It was no. just a bit of fun. In, Where can they find in the you? Garden. <laughs> on, on YouTube, funnily enough. But yeah, that just but it went down well. That. That, you, yeah, you wanted, people, people why was it that you wanted to do that? Um, rather than maybe not having much to do? Well, the, there wasn't much to do, but I just thought it would help make that connection again. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, when, when, when lockdowns happen as, as non essential retail, 
we were shut for quite a long time, but yeah. we still did it. Still did a click and collect thing. So I was here quite a lot with the oh, door okay. open and sort of meet and greet on my own for sort of day yeah, after yeah. day, which was a good experience. It was good fun. Brilliant. Um, so, uh, but yeah, just to have that connection with golf as well, and just give people a few little things they might do at home without breaking the greenhouse windows but yeah. <laughs> they can just have a knock a ball up and down the garden and think about a few things and come back with a few new ideas so going back to you playing golf now um i did warn you about this question what what is your, the favorite golf course that you've ever played would you say might be a tough question yeah it is a tough question because i've played i've played hundreds yeah um absolute favorite petersfield golf Club. petersfield golf Club. <laughs> <laughs> um I think for a day out playing golf, there's a couple of courses not too far away, either Sunningdale or the Berkshire. They've both got two courses. Okay. And two uh, around there in the morning and one in the, the other one in the afternoon so it would be a good day out. If I had a chopper waiting out on the green right now and said you can go to any golf course you want, where would you go? Oh, it's cliche, but it's, you've got to have a go at Augusta, Augusta. haven't you, where they play the Masters, yeah. Is that in Everybody will say that. That's a really dull answer. And that's in Georgia in America, isn't that's it? That's in so, Georgia yeah. in America, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's that's where good. they play the Masters, but yeah. like I say, it's a cliche answer. Okay. It's hard to think of one off the top of my head other than that. Mm. And Donovan, our listeners may have noticed that there is a little bit of an um, underlying tone of South African in your accent. I so can't, you... can't seem to shift the twang. <laughs> when did you... So, so talk to me a bit about your background. When did you come across to the UK. There's some nice golf courses in South Africa, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and um, the Sun City course is spectacular and world-renowned, isn't it? Yeah. And they used to play the Million Dollar Challenge there. Um, and there are yeah numerous great courses there. So born and bred South African. Yeah. Um, my parents, when I was 10, decided they would um, pack us all up and bring us over here. My dad had a good opportunity, and this okay. is where they felt they were meant to be um, and I never looked back I was delighted with that it wasn't so easy for my older older siblings um, but it was great for me and we settled in Surrey and I've uh, enjoyed enjoyed the south of England very much um, and the golf courses here are superb as well yeah. so I haven't looked really looked back although I've traveled to Australia and been back to South Africa in my gap year yeah uh, this is this is home okay let's talk, maybe mm. when did you get into golf I think sure. that was perhaps the second part yeah okay. you know was that from a young age as well so growing up in South Africa it's all about sport yeah and so cricket and rugby um, and tennis were my main sports I came over here got into hockey and football as well um, and that was great and then I ended up moving from a private school into a, into a school which didn't really offer as much sport, and that's when I started looking for something else and okay. came across golf. And whatever your school is doing doesn't matter when you're playing golf. So yeah. I was um, devoted from the age of 14. I, I joined a club and started uh, really getting into it. And um, and like Greg was saying, it's there's no. Um, Excuses and no hiding behind teammates. It's all down to you, and you take yeah. full responsibility and you take full glory, don't you? Um, if there is, if any, there yeah. is glory. <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed that aspect and the sense of accomplishment when when you do put a round together or even hit one great shot is is immense for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So moving on from my um, story of getting into golf, I then I then worked as a golf professional for eight years uh, up in Surrey. 
and then I changed careers and got into PE teaching. So I had um, almost nine years as a PE teacher in a private school, coaching all the different sports. And and now I three years ago came back into golf, and I think the the PE teaching and and learning how to um, enjoy groups of kids and how to see them progress has really helped me in um, providing this Operation 36 um, program. Um, I wouldn't really relish it if I didn't have that experience um, yeah. and now I'm actually able to enjoy it. It's, it's challenging um, but definitely enjoyable for me and I think the kids are having fun because I, I know how to um, make it interesting and get and empower them in their in the activities that we do they help me to design the games and how many points are we going to have for this right can we go under that and over that and around that um, I try and make it um, really empowering for them and keep it fun so do you recognize as well whilst you're doing it or after you've done it this sort of power and responsibility and the kind of impact that you're having as part of them growing into you know from a child into an adult yeah. do you think about that at all yeah absolutely yeah. that that comes into it character building um and golf does teach you a lot of those things yeah it teaches you self-discipline teaches you patience teaches you resilience um and there's a sociable side to it and a respect side and all of that is highlighted through the program as well so uh parents like that too which is which is great if i can add to that you have you have a word of the week don't you you put up on the board it might be respect it might be commitment whatever that might be and that sort of sits in the theme of the session that that donovan delivers i do watch a little bit i sit and spy you see but it it sits in that theme and that and he refers back to that and all of that is developing the individual as well as just somebody you can play golf Yeah. yeah and then sometimes after the round we will talk about examples of respect that we've seen on the course you know um and uh and they are quite they do take it quite seriously you know they're they're very aware of the one word that we've talked about in the class and then they they're responsible for demonstrating that um during their round and i think it sinks in pretty well greg so same question i asked greg what's the favorite your favorite golf course that you've ever played the favorite course i've played um Mm is a fairly long ride in the chopper yeah. um, to New South Wales. Wow, okay. Um, and it's called the New South Wales Golf Club where they used to play the Australian Open a fair bit. And that is a breathtaking course. The views are incredible and the, the difficulty of the course, um, yeah, is severe. But there are some lovely courses in Sydney. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That would be my favourite. But if, if you I could go to anyone? If I could go anywhere, I would go to Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. I think to play the event of the Masters would be, you know, second to none. Um, but for me, Pebble Beach being on the coast is, yeah, you know, catches my imagination for sure. Absolutely. And I think probably the toughest question that I would have asked you both all morning: Who's the better golfer? Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Look at that. Didn't even try and. No. By the way, just for the sake of our listeners, Donovan, <laughs> Donovan has just pointed at Greg. <laughs> So, yeah. interestingly, Very we've humble. never played together. Have you not? No. no. Greg, unfortunately, injury prone, um, hasn't well, played for a couple of years. Yeah. Three years, maybe? Shoulder problem, yeah. Yeah, shoulder problem has kept him out of the game. Um, so, we've never actually played together, but he has far more pedigree than I. Right. Um, uh, yeah. But I'd love to. love to have a knock sometime. We Greg. will. We will. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me this morning to both of you. It's been Pleasure. great. It's been Thank wonderful. You.
Do you think that you have to be, uh, do you think that anyone can learn to be good at golf or do you think you have to have some natural flair for want I, of a better I've, word? I've been teaching for a long time, I don't know, probably nearly 40 years and yeah. there was one person ever that I really struggled to teach. Oh, wow. And I would suggest that with my experience now, I, w- I would have managed to get that going. Mm, yeah. It's There's just one guy that I came across in my entire career that that I, I thought, really, I can't. Yeah. But I, re- I honestly reckon now I could. Right. It's just experience. And you'd agree with that as well, Donovan? I would, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's, nothing, there's nothing stopping anyone from having a go. Yeah. And I think with the premise or with the concept of Operation 36, um, you need to find a course that is going to um, meet your level. If you're if you're expecting to play the best courses and the longest courses, they are going to be too difficult for a lot of players. Yeah. But if they find a shorter course, they, there's no reason they can't um, enjoy the game and get to a, a level of enjoyment. Enjoying it, well, that'll that's do. That's you know, for most people, that's, that's the aim of the game. You don't Absolutely. have to be brilliant. Yeah. As long as you and can I get guess, some nice shots and get something out of it. Fine. I guess that's another reason you both enjoy your jobs so much because you obviously love playing golf as a hobby and it's kind of turned into yeah, yeah. a living. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, brilliant. By the way, thank you. Yes, great chatting there to Greg and Donovan, as I said, from Petersville Golf Club, two of the wonderful golf pros working alongside those uh, young golfers doing the Operation 36. Blake Swell with you here on Petersfield Shine Radio. A local job in care could earn you up to £39,000 a year. Join us at the Signature Recruitment Fair in Hindhead to find out more about jobs in care, hospitality and catering. We'll be at Signature at Moorlands on Friday the 10th and Saturday the 11th of February. Visit us in person or apply online at wakeuptobetter.com. Salary based on a 48-hour week at £16 an hour.